Hi there, welcome to the Carter Report and thanks for joining us. We have a tremendous presentation today. It's entitled, Dark Deeds of the Antichrist Revealed, and this is part three. This is going to tell you how the great apostate church, the great Antichrist of Bible prophecy, has with a blasphemous hand torn out the fourth commandment. Welcome today to the Carter Report. Voices. Voices. Voices from civilizations long silent are crying out. What is the meaning of these strange symbols of divine prophecies? John Carter explains these mysteries as he takes the living word to audiences around the world. Join John Carter in this international ministry as he presents amazing truths from the astounding world of the prophets in The Carter Report. Look at the holy law of God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The second one, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The big one, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy father and thy mother. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal. Which one do you want to throw away, friend? I don't want to throw any away, do you? The adulterer wants to get rid of the seventh one. The thief wants to get rid of the eighth one. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet. Tonight I stand in respect and honor of the law of God. I stand for the law of God. Not ashamed for, of God's law, folk. But the Bible says, the great state church who became the Antichrist would think, would would think himself able, it says in some translations, he would try to change the set times and the laws of Almighty God. I want to ask you folk a question tonight. You listening? Has anybody got the right to change the law of God? Put up your hands if you believe that nobody's got the right to change the law. Put up your hands high. What about the rest of you? You got paralysis? Put up your hands high if you think nobody's got the right to change the law. Thank you. That's the man I wanted to get his hand up. He hasn't got paralysis at all. Just helping his soul a little. What about you? Why didn't you have your hand up? Okay. What I'm going to tell you now is going to put you on edge. You listening? This great crowd of 5,000. Antichrist, say it with me, would think to change the set times and the laws of God. The Bible says it. I want you to notice the both, both the commandments, God's and Rome's, and compare them. First commandment, I shall have no other gods before me. Second commandment, first commandment of Rome, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt not have strange gods before me. It's very much the same. We should not quibble. 
The second commandment of God, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. God says no images in my church. God says no likeness. God says do not have images in my church. John Carter doesn't say it. God Almighty says it. No images in the church. That's what God says. The second commandment of Rome says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The third commandment over here, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And the question people say to me is this, where is the second commandment in the catechism? The answer is the second commandment in the catechism is missing. It is missing. Now listen, listen. I want you to come over here now to a text. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 2. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 2. Page 200 in the large copy. 133 in the small copy. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Please notice it. Please look it up in the Holy Word of God. Your faith has to rest upon Scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 2. God is talking here to His people. God is telling them something they, they better know and they better believe and they better obey. Deuteronomy 4 verse 2 says, and read it out loud with me, everybody, I want to hear your voice. Do not add to what I, I command you. Do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. What does God say? God says, don't add to my word because you've got enough. And God says, don't take away from my word because you need it all. God says, don't add to it, don't subtract. Listen, in the second commandment, here we find the missing item. Now people say to me, why is it missing? Because millions of people around the face of this earth millions of good decent honest lovely christians are not taught out of the word they are taught out of the catechism you know why it's missing because that great organization has a million images that's why and they have left out the commandments that forbids it. Now listen. Are you folk with me so far? Do you all believe in keeping the commandments? Okay. Here's the next step, and for some of you, you better hold on to your seats. So far, some of you have been saying, yes, I know that's so. Okay, preach on. That's good. Let us hear it. Fix it, fix it. As the blacks in America say, fix it, preacher, they say. Listen, Rome didn't stop there. Rome didn't stop with the second commandment. Everybody here has admitted that he ought to keep the commandments of God. 
You've noticed that Rome has chopped out the second commandment. The prophecy says he will change the set times, the set times, the set times, the set times. I want you to look at God's commandments and see if you can find the set times. Just look at it. First commandment, there shall have no other gods before me. The set times? No. They shall not make unto thee any graven image. The set times? No. They shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The set times? No. Miss out the fourth one. Most people say it doesn't matter. The fifth one, honor thy father. The set times? No. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. Those commandments don't talk about times. I've got news for you folk tonight. There's only one commandment in the holy law of God that talks about set times. And the Bible says that the Antichrist would change it and some of us would get our theology so twisted and so warped that we would say that Christ did it. The set times, look at it. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of, not the Jews, the Lord thy God. Listen, 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 listen. I say to my Catholic friends and my Methodist friends and my Baptist friends, somewhere, somehow, that commandment has been changed because most good Christian people don't keep the seventh day Sabbath. The Bible says Antichrist would do it. But I want you to come now to a passage. Listen to me. Would you listen to me now? Just be quiet. I'm going to ask you a favor. I don't ask many favors. I'm going to ask you a favor. I'm going to ask a favor of the Anglicans and the Baptists and the Methodists and the Presbyterians and the Lutherans and Catholics. I'm going to ask you a favor. Please look at four or five texts in the Old Testament and the New Testament that talk about this commandment. Would you please give me that favor? Would you be prepared to look at those passages with me without my forcing anything upon you. Would you be prepared to do that? Would you please come over here to the book of Luke? Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke 23 and 52. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke 23 and verse 52. Luke 23 and verse 52, page 106 in the big copy of the NIV. 787 
and folk God is in this meeting tonight can't you sense the presence of God God is in the meeting tonight folk God is here tonight Luke 23 verse 52 this talks about the day when Jesus died that was also the day when death died because Jesus gave death a licking when he died on the cross verse 52 it says going to Pilate he asked for Jesus body when did Jesus die folks what day was it when Jesus died yeah it is historically correct that Jesus died on Friday there is a heresy getting around that says that Jesus died on Wednesday that is not supported by scripture uh, I won't go into that tonight but Jesus died on Friday and so he takes down the body uh, verse 53 rather it says then he took it down took down the body of Jesus wrapped it in linen cloth and placed it in a tomb cut on the rock you'd get the scene one in which no one had yet been laid here is Jesus and they take him down and they put him in the tomb and it's Friday it was the preparation day the preparation day is Friday Jesus died on Friday and uh, the Sabbath was about to begin the women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it you're watching please look at the text then they went home and prepared spices and ointments and perfumes but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to what yeah to the Ten Commandments 24 verse 1 on the first day of the week Sunday very early in the morning the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb and glory hallelujah the tomb was empty Jesus had walked out of the tomb what a wonderful truth that is Jesus is alive dear folk Jesus is alive when they went to anoint Jesus they couldn't anoint him because Jesus was alive but I want to put up now three days and I seek your permission to follow me carefully and slowly and systematically and also unemotionally if you can do that here are three days and these three days are mentioned plainly in the Bible concerning the day when Jesus died Jesus died on the day that is called in the scriptures the preparation day because the people prepared for the Sabbath we call that day Good Friday and then the Bible tells us that the day that followed that day was the Sabbath the Sabbath of the Lord our God and they went home and they kept the Sabbath according to the commandments of God that's what the Bible says not what I say doesn't matter what I say but what the Bible says is going to judge you so listen to what God says and the Bible says on the first day they went to the tomb but glory hallelujah Jesus wasn't there and that day is what we call Sunday and the Bible says that the day between the first day and Friday is the Sabbath and that day is what we all call Saturday now listen just be quiet 
for a moment. The Bible tells me that a day commences at sunset. Leviticus 23, many other passages, don't look it up. The Bible says a day commences at sunset. And so Jesus died at 3 o'clock and they went and got some spices and they hurried home because the sun went down and the seventh day started. That is the seventh day. That is the sixth day. And those holy disciples who knew Jesus, those first Christians, those Christians who loved the Lord Jesus Christ, after three and a half years with him, they kept the Sabbath in his death as they'd kept it in his life. Now the Bible says, not John Carter, Everybody here says we ought to keep the Ten Commandments. Everybody says it. But it says up here, the seventh day is the Sabbath. And Sunday is not the seventh day, it's the first day. Now people come to me and they say, but John Carter, don't you know? Haven't you heard? Hasn't anybody ever told you? Don't you know that Jesus changed the day? from the seventh to Sunday. Don't you know that? Isn't so. Not a text in the Bible. It's the tradition of the church. They say, well, okay, that isn't, isn't so. Don't you know the apostles changed it after Pentecost? Don't you know that? No, I don't know it. It's not so. It's not in the Bible. I've read it through hundreds of times. It's not there. And what is more, all the churches agree with me. I've got a stack of books I could read tonight from the Catholics and the Baptists and the Presbyterians. They all say I'm right. They say I'm right. Other people come to me and they say, but the, the Sabbath was for the Jews. It's not a very good argument because Jesus was a Jew too. Well, they say in desperation, but Sunday is the Lord's Day. The Bible says it. No, the Bible doesn't say it. But they say, we've read it somewhere. You have read it somewhere. You've read it in the writings of the church fathers who are a part of the great apostasy. Now, all I'm going to ask you to do tonight is this. Please look at a few passages. I'm not going to urge it upon you. The Holy Spirit will do that. I want you to look at a few passages. Make up your own minds. Would you come over here with me to Genesis? Something old, something new. We'll get something old for a start. Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. This is right at the very beginning of time, before there were any Jews and before there were any sinners. Genesis chapter 2. You know there are still folk coming into this meeting? It's marvelous. God wanted them to come just to hear this part. Genesis chapter 2. Uh, verses 1 to 3. You got it, folks? Don't need to tell you the page number because you can find that yourself. Almost the first page in the Bible. Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. You ready, folks? Now, please look at these few passages with me. I've got nothing I'm going to push upon you. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit do the pushing. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing, so on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. 
And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating he had done. The Bible says back there in the gliss in the bliss and the glory of the Garden of Eden, before there was any sin, before the Jews had been brought into existence, God made the seventh day Sabbath. And the Bible says God rested on it, and then God blessed it, and God made it holy. Now, listen, folks, listen. It can't be Jewish. People say it's Jewish. It's not Jewish. Jesus was Jewish, but the Sabbath isn't. Now, the person whose testimony I seek tonight more than anybody else is Jesus. I want to see what Jesus thought about the fourth commandment. I don't care what the churches say. I don't care how mad they get. They only get mad because they know they're, they're not right. Come over here to Mark chapter 2 and verse 27, 28. Mark chapter 2 and uh, verse 27 and 28. It's page 43 in the large copy of the New International Version. 745 in the small copy. Mark chapter 2 verse 27. Matthew, Mark, Mark chapter 2, my dear friend, please notice it, Mark chapter 2, verse 27. Then he said to them, this is Jesus talking, the Sabbath was made for the Jews, not the Jews for the Sabbath. Well, why do you say that yourselves then? That's what most people say. It says here, the Sabbath was made for who? Come on, tell me. Now, I know there are some people here tonight who are sort of, uh, sort of closing their ears about this stage because they say, we don't want to hear this. The Bible says that that seventh-day Sabbath was made for man, and M-A-N doesn't spell J-E-W, the Sabbath was made for all mankind. Listen, the Sabbath was made for the Catholics. The Sabbath was made for the Jews. The Sabbath was made for the Arabs. The Sabbath was made for the Anglicans. The Sabbath was made for the Methodists. The Sabbath was made for you. Jesus said it. Now listen. The Sabbath was made for man, Jesus said. But somebody still doesn't like what I'm saying. And they say, but John, it really means the Jew. Well, I've got a text for you. Come over here to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 9, page 208. 208. 854 in the small copy of the NIV. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 8. 1 Corinthians 11, and it's verse 8. I want you to notice it. The Bible says the Sabbath was made for M-A-N. Now this text says, For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Then it says, the next verse, Neither was man created for woman, but woman was made for who? Listen, it says, now this is talking about marriage, and it says, and this is not a chauvinistic text, 
it says that woman was made for man. And M-A-N does not spell J-E-W because if that's what it means, it means that marriage was only made for the Jews. Who believes that? Nobody believes that. The Bible says the Sabbath was made for mankind. And listen to me. The Bible says that the Sabbath, not Sunday, forgive me for it, dear folks. You listening to? You better get this. Wanted to get over here just to make sure you weren't just missing out on this. Listen, the Bible says that the seventh day Sabbath is the Lord's day. I'm going to prove it to you. Come over here to Revelation 1, verse 10. Revelation 1, verse 10. Book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 10, page 296 in the big copy. In the small copy, it is 910. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 10. Revelation 1 and verse 10, page 296, it says, On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit. Now, I know what my friends in the great churches say. They say, but the text says that is Sunday. It doesn't say it. They say, but that's the day of the resurrection. The Bible doesn't say it. It says it's a Lord's day. The Lord's day is the day that belongs to the Lord. It is the day that the Lord rested on. It is the day which the Lord blessed. It is the day which the Lord made holy. It is His special day. It is the day put in the Ten Commandments. 